All right. Today we have Dr. Jess Enderby. She grew up on a farm in Pulaski, Wisconsin, where she learned to love competitive sports at a very young age. She was also an avid runner and a soccer player and is currently a light runner and a Nash, an elite elite runner and a national level rugby player. Getting into the health field was a natural transition as she had to be so involved in it because of the sports she played. She received her Doctor of Chiropractic degree from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, where she was a scholar rugby player. Dr. Jess was awarded a Diagnostic Award Palmer X-ray and General Diagnostic and Physical Therapy and Orthopedic Examinations. She founded Phoenix Chiropractic in 2017, where she treats many sports injuries and competitive athletes. She currently treats athletes as high up as Olympic level to the elite level to college and high school athletes to weekend warriors. Dr. Jess specializes in structural rehabilitation where she focuses on getting individuals out of pain and back to health by correcting problems that they're dealing with. Her specialties include chiropractic biophysics or CPP and structural rehab, Gonstead diversified technique, myofascial release, Thompson drop activator, rock tape and Webster technique. Today, I'd like to welcome Dr. Jess. Hey, Dr. Jess, how are you? Hi, Jennifer. I'm I, good. How are you? I am very well, thank you. It is Friday, and it is amazingly beautiful in Florida, so we're loving it. Um, tell me a little bit about you. Tell me, um, I've kind of just seen you, as I was telling you, on the Facebook, and I saw you also through your website, and I really liked your practice and um, just everything that you were about. And so share with us just a little bit about your journey, how you got started and as a professional chiropractor today. Okay. Um, I got into chiropractic. I went to my first chiropractor when I was in college, actually. But I saw it firsthand, you know, with my family as well. Um, I never had any pain, so I always thought I didn't have to go to the chiropractor. And then tore my hamstring. Um, so that's actually why I was seeing a chiropractor and a PT um, to rehab me back from that. And then I fell in love with the practice. I just, I saw the results and... You know, I saw it firsthand with, like, my, like I said, my family, my dad, my mom, things like that. But I think it hits home when you have to go and you're like, man, this would have been a smart idea. I probably could have prevented this before it happens. Totally. Why did you decide to open your own practice as opposed to work for someone else? What was your um, kind of why entrepreneurship? Well, I'm not going to say I have a too strong of a personality to work for someone, but I will say I like to know, I like to think I know what works, and so, and it hasn't failed me yet, so yeah, that's pretty much why. I love that. I usually say, well, because I get fired from jobs, so I don't <laughs> really. <laughs> um, I kind of think for myself, and my husband's like, you really should have known better. Just open a business. Yeah. Um, well, tell me a little, because you're an entrepreneur, a little like um, for women out there and even men who are starting out in practice, do you have a morning routine, a ritual as to just how you stay successful and what does that look like? Oh, yeah. So um, every night before I go to bed, I set my goals for the next day. Um, every Sunday, I set goals for the week. So we'll start with that. Um, Sundays, I set my weekly goals and I do, 
at the end of the year, I set my goals for the year, break them down monthly. And then every Sunday I do my weekly goals. And then each night I will set goals. If I didn't hit something I needed to the day before, or maybe I went above and beyond, I can take a little mini break the next day. Um, but I, I do set goals every single night. And then the morning of, I do my morning affirmations. So <clears throat> I just kind of pep talk myself, I guess. I give myself 20 to 30 minutes just to me and then, you know, shower, go on with my day. Do you, do you also sweat and work out every morning or do you, is that something you do? <clears throat> where, what do you do as far as keeping yourself healthy? Yep. So it honestly depends. Um, some mornings I'm in the office really early, so I'll work out over lunch. But in a perfect world, I would work out every morning so that I have my lunches to relax. But that's not always the case, but that's obviously the goal. Awesome. Tell me about, you know, you, the choice. I really like the name of your practice, Phoenix Chiropractic. Yep. Where did that come from? So kind of like funny but not um obviously phoenix rise above the ashes but it was kind of like i wanted to think of it as you know people come into my office with an issue and then they get to go work through that and then they come out feeling better i like that i like <laughs> that where like as far as even i mean yeah we we talked about your morning routine if there were things that you've been in chiropractic now for a while you've had your practice open um, for about a year. Have you experienced any setbacks or failures at all? And if, if you have, how have you, you know, been able to overcome them? What have you learned? Um, yeah, I mean, there's setbacks and failures probably every day. Like, I mean, especially with the goals I set, I always set goals that are too high, which <laughs> obviously has worked so for me so far but um with any setback I think it comes down to one how you respond to it and then I like to say I, I read a book it was um ah, I think it was good to great I read like three books at the same time but read the book good to great and it was talking about how you have to get the right people on your bus and so mm -hmm. I always say that as long as you have the right people with you you can overcome anything because you always need I mean, as independent as I am, you always need somebody to lean on. So that's True. how I, I Very, <laughs> Yes. What would you say? Because they tell us we are the sum total of the five people we surround ourselves by. You know, whether, you know, we're, our bank accounts are similar, our health is similar. How do you, you know, we each kind of, as we evolve, we discover who we want in our circle. And as we grow, we change that circle. But what would you say? Do you have any special requirements for the circle? And if you sense that someone maybe no longer belongs in that circle, how do you handle who you put around you to raise you? To raise me? I think, like I said, just actually, I don't know. That's a really good question. How do you surround you? I think you just have to know what you want around you. Like, um, I like positive energy. So if people are constantly negative, I just don't surround myself with that person and it's nothing against them it's just I absorb energy I think <laughs> so yes. if somebody's negative all of a sudden I'm negative and I'm like I don't understand I was just like happy two seconds ago mm -hmm. so I try to also like to use you know how I feel and like try to help other people but I would say that yeah I would say strong um strong people and then positive energy I don't know 
That's good. Would you say, do you also um, have a coach when it comes to business um, or a coach when it comes to working out? What are your thoughts on having coaches in different areas of your life? I have coaches in every aspect of my life. Um, I think I would go insane without them. I think running a business, your mind gets so scattered and then you don't even know like what's up and what's down anymore. So when I first, I have a life coach and when I first reached out to him, he basically, I reached out because I was like, I don't even know what I like to do anymore. I don't even, I, I go work out. I thought because I like to, which I do. But at the time I was like, it's just kind of forced. I didn't understand. I couldn't break down the difference between what I like to do and what I had to do. And then when I worked with him, I worked with him um, every other week and we just kind of set goals and things like that. And then I also have a therapist that helps me with any challenges that I have. And then I have a running coach. I have a rugby coach. I think coaches are necessary. Those coaches have coaches. If they're going to go, in my mind, if you're going to go anywhere, you need, a, you need a coach. You can't do everything by yourself. Absolutely. What would you say being in sports has taught you um, as far as now being an entrepreneur? Do you take any of that discipline with you today? Oh yeah. Um, discipline and hard work, I would say, because, um, I didn't grow up wealthy. So my parents basically said, you know, get a scholarship or <laughs> figure it out kind of thing. Like we'll help you as much as we can, but they have five, there's five kids in my family. So, um, what you do for one, you have to the other. And like I said, I grew up on a farm. <laughs> so, um, I knew early on that I wanted to get a scholarship to go to college. So I worked really hard to do that. And um, my coach, I would tell you, actually, my coaches in high school and college will both probably say I was one of the toughest. You know what? My coaches from high school and middle school and college to date, to now, which I'm probably one of the hardest people to coach um, in the sense that I am, they like that I'm a really hard worker, but. Um, I don't like to know I'm doing something wrong, um, but I will take their information and obviously use that to get better. So I would say that that's kind of what mostly what I've taken from any sport I've been in is, you know, you have to learn from anything and you have to move forward no matter what. Absolutely. Would you say, you know, when it comes to coaches um, and from learning from the coaches and taking from them, um, cause I've also in different phases of my life felt like I was coachable and I also have learned that I do better with certain coaches. Are there coaches that you attract or respond to better? Yes. <laughs> I, like, I like very straightforward blunt coaches, ones that are like, Jess, you suck at this. This is what we need yes. to do to get better. And I'm like, yeah, I do suck at that. So what can I do to get better? You know, <laughs> Awesome. And also, what do you, what would you say? Cause even I, myself, um, when I first started out, I came from a single mom and we come from farming country, Bloomington and Champaign, Illinois. And when I first started in business, I was not used to making money. And so I didn't know one, what to do with my money or that I had to change my blueprint and my money mindset as opposed to if I want to set these goals for myself, 
and attain them, whether financially, I also had to create a bigger mindset, but also work on some of the belief systems that had been created as a child. Um, and how do you go about um, developing your money mindset as you become successful? Well, um, I have a lot of mentors as well. On top of all these coaches, I meet with at least one mentor a week to kind of go off of, you know, and they're all successful people. It's not necessarily always chiropractors. Um, I work with a guy, like almost all of them are business owners. And, you know, they obviously, I take anything I can. I always say, if I can get 1% better from the day before, you're better, you know? So, um, yeah, I would say that I meet with them to know my money mindset and how to go from there. But I've always said big things. I've always said that I wanted to take over the world. So that's what I wanted to do. So I've been working really hard because, you know, I wanted to open my own business. I'm trying to get bigger on, you know, online. And then I also want to start doing really cool cases. So cases that people don't know that, you know, chiropractic can help with. Like, for example, I have a MS case right now and he was falling almost every day and since he's been under care he's only fallen i think it was a month in and he fell one time and then it doesn't hear ms but it helps with the symptoms helps manage the symptoms so that's the stuff that i am passionate about Absolutely. That is so freaking cool to me. Um, you know, as chiropractors, it's just miracle work. And, you know, when we can teach people that, you know, their brain and their spinal cord runs and controls everything in their body and the difference between a corrective chiropractic, which is what you do, and actually getting someone well, you know, obviously it's taking them way past symptoms, but it's, you know, chiropractic and the correction, um, you know, because MS patients get amazing results and patients from all, all over the spectrum, which are really sick today. That's, I love that. That's amazing. Tell me also about um, just your practice and in the community, you know, um, do you get into your community? How, when you started your practice right now and you're kind of in the beginning stages, is there, uh, what would you say to, you know, other chiropractors just stepping out and getting ready to open their practice? Is there anything you say, definitely do this? No, don't do that. I think everything works different for everybody. I don't think there's one thing that works. Cause I think even where you're at is different. Like for me, I personally do better face to face, like meeting people, like hey, I'm Dr. Jess, what do you do, you know? And anywhere I go, I try to introduce myself to three people that I didn't know before. So Uh that's pretty much what I do. I like to do the online stuff, but I'm pretty awkward with the videos. I'm still (laughs) working on that. (laughs) But we will get there. (laughs) And when you say online, is that online you want to step out further with chiropractic online? Are you trying to branch out into something bigger worldwide? What are your thoughts online? Both. I was. I think people don't. Un, they don't. Not only do they not understand what chiropractic can do, but they just don't know. And I think um, for a while, <clears throat> chiropractic didn't have the best name because nobody understood it. And it's not. I don't know if anyone ever did anything wrong, but I just know that I think that how we were probably telling people about it maybe wasn't correct. So I think that if we can get more voices and I want to be one of those voices, but get 
what we do out and how we can help people. Cause I just think a lot of stuff is just should be changed. And I just would love to be part of that change. <clears throat> what are some of the things if I could ask you that you would like to see change for the future for chiropractic? Um, knowledge, obviously I want more studies done on what we can help with. Um, I want those studies to be in every single medical office that you go, you walk into where instead of pamphlets on medication, which is obviously necessary in some situations, but there's maybe also, um, studies on what chiropractic can help with. So yeah, I guess that's pretty much, that would be like my coolest goal. That would be the coolest thing I could do. Good, good. I like it. What do you do to keep yourself in chiropractic, meaning like daily, just kind of keep yourself dipped in chiropractic, whether it's daily, monthly, um, for those that maybe, and I don't know if in this case, but I use what I call the principle a lot with when it comes to chiropractic. How do you keep yourself, um, you know, because we have all these things, especially when you own a business, you have all these hats. And some, you know, sometimes it could be the insurance hat or the board hat or this patient hat or this situation, but then to come back to it and stay really focused in this is chiropractic and I'm saving lives and helping people. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, like I said earlier, the affirmations is what I go off of because I incorporate that in there. So that's part of my 30 minute talk to myself. And then I also read a lot. I read a lot of, you know, the green books and I read, um, three articles every morning. So if I don't know an answer to something, if someone asks me something, uh, you can bet I'll know by the next day because that's one of the articles I'm reading. So I love it. Power. Yes, it is. Now, do you also in your office, is there a mission that you have for your office and for your community that you want to get forth out? Like is um, what do you teach your patients as far as, um, you know, I, we used to call our patients patient warriors. And, um, what <laughs> we had actually this big banner that we had up and we called them warriors. And then we kind of gave them like, you know, some basics as to being a patient in the office and said, you know, these are kind of your responsibilities as a warrior in our community and we need your help. And it was super, um, so we kind of like kind of held them to the fire too, that we need your help to help all these people. Um, anything like that as far as mission in your practice, like that you'd like to, as you go forth, even the next five, 10, 20 years in practice, where do you see yourself? Well, I don't have a cool as mission as that. Um, I actually just wrote that down because I think Yay! <laughs> I'm going to call it Dr. Justice Warriors. That's what we're going to do. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. Um, no, I honestly don't do that. I'm kind of disappointed in myself, but I appreciate it. <laughs> um, what did you ask after that? Where do you see, like, in your practice? I know when I first started, it was kind of, I like to plan out a few years, but even now, five to 10 to 20 years, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years in practice? Cool. Okay. So in five to 10 years, I want to bring on some more, obviously some more chiropractors. And um, I really wanted to focus more towards women um, just because I feel like at least I know, how do I word this? 
um, I feel, I don't know the right word. So we'll skip over it. I, um, I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like I had some really good experiences and some not so good experiences starting out. And I guess I just want to start some people out the way I think is best. I guess if that makes sense. Um, I want to give them their best shot. If I could, I kind of feel like I know where you're going, but I'm not sure. So I'll just kind of, I, as a female chiropractor, like to give back to other women chiropractors getting into yes. chiropractic. And I see, like you said, like I, I had different experiences either as an associate or even observing in other, other practices of, um, things that may not necessarily empower women. And I, I kind of feel, especially as a female chiropractor, it's my responsibility to just lift them up and be, you know, just, even if it's just a guide as to, you know what, I would love to have you come hang out with me and let me show you the way, you know? Um, I I think that's what I hear you saying. Yeah. That's a way better way to put it. I was like, (laughs) I know trying to say but it's the words aren't coming out <laughs> i had some really cool people to look at i got to observe um uh a one, two women chiropractors before i got into chiropractic and then a really cool one was i got to experience a couple who would take turns on who works basically i was like how come you guys don't work together and they were like oh we'd kill each other like we <laughs> see each other at home we work these days we got kids so it was pretty incredible awesome now you also right now you are single is that right yeah yeah do you have do you have dogs or anything like that oh yeah I got a dog uh awesome awesome do you also like to travel I love traveling what has been your favorite place to travel oh Australia oh my god tell me about that oh my gosh so my cousin and my aunt so two my aunt and my two cousins live in Australia, and I got to go there for a few months after I graduated college, um, and it was just the most beautiful place I've ever been. The beaches, you can't go to a bad beach, and the weather's perfect. Like, I remember my cousin was wearing a sweatshirt, and it was like 75 degrees, and I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, it's freezing, and I'm like, I can't deal. <laughs> No, <laughs> we eat, we're from Chicago, so we look at everybody else like what? Yeah, <laughs> if it's, it's like fifty, we put shorts on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Right now, everyone in Florida is like, "Oh my God, it's so cold outside." I'm like, "It's seventy-five, yeah. and the sun is out." I'm like, "It's yep. time to go to the beach." Are you kidding me? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me over, you know, even um, as a female chiropractor. What sort of things would you like to do um, either to empower other female chiropractors, you know, more specifically that could raise or lift them up? Is there anything you have in mind that you feel maybe you did get taught or didn't get taught or things you feel like maybe they're missing along their journey? Um, I think that not necessarily just women, but like, so I'm a pretty small doc and I think when I started out, like a lot of people were like, how are you going to be able to adjust and all this stuff? And like, I mean, it's probably geared more toward women because we typically are smaller than men. Um, 
But I think I would love to, you know, show them that, hey, I'm 5'1 on a good day and I can adjust these guys who are 6'9, you know. I have a couple of professional athletes and they're huge guys <laughs> and I have no problem adjusting them. So I think like that would be just a nice thing to see. Like when I, before I graduated, I was, I, like I said, I watched this doc who is 4'10, I think. She's itty bitty, itty bitty. She had to have like a, almost like a ramp thing built for her table. And I was like, what in God's name is this girl going to do to this guy? And she just, she's like, sometimes you just got to show him, you know, got a little, she's a big trucker guy. So she's like, just always show him like, there's nothing you can't do. So I think that's what I would really like to do is like show people, hey, come observe me. You don't have to be huge. You don't have to be super, super strong, even though I like to think I'm so strong. <laughs> I love that because it is something that um, I even met a student last night and she's just graduating from Logan and she was asking me questions about adjusting. And I said, you know, I get all that and we forget because we've been out and we forget that, you know, that we even had the conversation of, oh my God, how do you adjust a neck or how do you do a side posture? How all these questions that um, over the years I've just kind of forgotten. And I just said, you know what, you get your hands on enough bodies, you save enough lives, it mm -hmm. comes. And whether, you know, it's not about you have to be that big guy you can be the smallest girl on the block and rock their world. Yeah. And it's, it is that. So I love that. Is there anything like if you were to give um, entrepreneurs and or chiropractors three things that you feel are like gems since you've been in business that would have helped you or did help you that you could leave for our audience today? If there were three things you had to, to leave with them. Three things. One, for sure, set goals and set them high. I always do three different kinds. I do a really high goal. I do a high goal. And then I do a medium high goal. No low goals because I don't believe in them. I think what? even if you don't reach a medium high goal, you still are doing better than most of the people. So um, goal setting would be huge. I think structure in your day obviously i think it's so easy to get consumed by work um i'm definitely a victim of that um, and by myself i did it to myself um so i would say structure um and then obviously i think getting the right people around you i think you need support can you dr jess give me an example of when you say super high and then high and then medium high goals. Um, how would you, and I know it's going to be different for everybody. You know, somebody, maybe a super high goal might even be going out for a walk. Um, that's going to be a little bit different for you and I, but give me an example of what you mean when you say super high, high and medium high. Um, so an example with work or with personal or what? You choose whatever you want. You don't have to share your goals with us, but if there was an example um, for an entrepreneur, what would you say as far as, even if they were trying to set financial goals, but they're like, oh, I don't know if that's too high. What would you say about that? I say go higher. <laughs> yes. I, I literally, when I started, a good question I got asked was, how much do you want to make a month what would be like the most you would want to make and you'd be so happy and I remember writing down that goal 
And then I remember when I opened my office, I was I reached to that goal by month three. And I was like, how did I think that this was going to be my ultimate goal? So I would say set your high goal and even make it better. Do better. Be better. I love that. What would you say to them as far as max? I guess, matching your action steps to get that goal. Cause it's kind of not just, you know, you write the goal and then you're Buddha in the tree. Yes. I set, like I said, I break down every goal so that you have to have a time frame, obviously. So when I say a breakdown, I set, Oh my gosh, I love goals. So I set a 10 year, a five year, a three year, a one year goal. And then I break down the one year into monthly, then monthly into weekly, weekly into daily, daily into hourly. It's that crazy. I I like that. I like that. I think if you don't have these crazy goals and crazy structure, it's just a dream. And I always tell people I'm a doer, not a sayer. So I always do what I say I'm going to (laughs) do. Good. So you would say you achieve your goals. Is that right? Yes. Love it. Love it. Talk to me about structure. When you say how um, creating a structure, how do you create structure around your day to, uh, we all have resistance or we have distractions and we have things that try to come in. What do you do to structure your day so that you can best handle any distractions or resistance that tries to come um, in? Well, I always make a list of things to do that day so if I ever have downtime I break it down I put like how much time each thing will take so if it's like I have to go bring my clothes to get dry cleaned or something I would say that's 15 minutes you know so if I have if I look at my schedule and I see hey I have two an, a two hour break which never happens but pretend I have it I'm like okay this stuff takes this much time this is what I'm doing during this time because at night I structure you know I get this much time for myself so that no distraction, phone's off, um, you know, people can't get a hold of me, my phone's on, you know, not by me, so I don't know, I think structure is, I would say break it down hourly, but to start, that's really overwhelming, when I first started doing this, it was not broken down hourly, it was just set into goals, and stuff I need to get done that day, now it's getting pretty structured, because I'm trying to do a lot more, so... So essentially, if you were to say, and I, I call them kind of like a war plan for the week, and I do it on Sundays, and I look at 168 hours in a week and yep. block it, do you block schedule your time and try to get real intentional? Yep. I think you have to be. And what about your phone? I like that. What did you say? Do you go home at night and you shut it off, or you shut off social yep. media, or what are your thoughts on all that? I do everything. So when I get home, I set a time. So to Obviously, my nights are all different, but like my Monday night, I'm at the office pretty late. That's my late night. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I block off two to three hours, depending on how late I want to stay up that night. (laughs) But that is no phone, nothing. I don't use social media during that time. I don't text. I don't talk on the phone. That's my time. Awesome. I like that. Do you do any meditation or anything like that? Um, that's usually what I do kind of with my affirmations. So that's part of my half hour to, I would say it's only a half hour. I like to try to do an hour, but it never happens that way. 
I love it. Well, if there was um, a way that someone wanted to get in touch with you, even someone in your community, do you have a way that they can find you, whether it's a website, contact, phone number, anything like that? Could you let us know what that is? Yeah, my website is pretty simple. It's www.drjessenderby.com. And then my phone number to reach me at is 331-204-5048. Awesome. I thank you. I thank you very much for your time today. All right. Thank you so much, Jennifer. You're welcome.